if you're working remote and you've got your team scattered all over the place, one of the struggles with that is how do we keep our company culture? How do we make sure that you know we're not standing in the office joking about this or that or sports or what you saw on TV or anything like that, like you would normally with a team? How do you keep that culture? How do you keep the team tight and together and trusting each other? That's really interesting. It's a struggle for a lot of people. And so I spoke with Alexander Imbiricos. He's the founder and CEO at Remotion, and they're solving this problem. They've created a product that makes it so you can overcome all this. You can have that culture. You can still make things happen, even when you're working remote. And he's got a lot of thoughts and insights into how to make this work for you. I think you're really going to like this. So if you have a remote team, check this out. It's a really good one. Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Yes, welcome. This is Sastery in the Making. Thank you very much for coming. Really excited to chat with you. And my name is Matt Wallach. I'm your host. And what I do is I help SaaS founders, SaaS leaders scale their companies and learn how to put the right foundations in place so they can grow, so they can close more deals, so they can get that valuation they really want. And I'm really excited today to have a special guest. I'm with Alexander Imbiricos. Alexander, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Matt? I'm doing great as well. Really excited. Alexander's staying up late with us. He's over in Greece right now, and he's kind enough. He brought his Yeti mic so that he could have a great sound while he's over there. Super, super cool. So thanks for doing that, Alexander. For sure. You are outing me on the taking this call from Greece. You know, I'm like concerned. No, I I know. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) You're concerned? Why? Oh, I'm like, you know, like I'm here for this family reunion. I feel like I need to be like twice as productive as normal to like make sure that it's not like, oh, this founder is like on the beach in Greece, you know, uh, not doing work. Um, So... Uh, yeah, you're outing me to the whole world now. Everyone knows that uh, I'm out in Greece uh, for this family reunion, but well, you know, whatever. I apologize, but on the contrary, I think there's a lot of founders out there who wish that they would figure out how to balance work and life really well. Because myself, when I start a new company, I've started several, I get so deep and I just get so locked in that it's really hard for me to kind of pull away and figure out how am I going to kind of spend more time. I've got two girls and they're growing and I'm not going to see them you know, after a few more years. So you know, how am I going to spend that time? So I think it's really awesome that you're able to take that, go do what you have to do and still have time to do some of the work things like this podcast. So I think it's something that people will look up to you for and not slight you for. I think there's too much of a culture of you have to grind and spend 40 hours a day on everything. So I I wouldn't worry about it. I think it's great. No, absolutely. Thanks. I I appreciate that. I think, uh, yeah, you know, it's a, It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a truism, but that's kind of how we look at it. Um, that uh, I can imagine, I can say for a fact, uh, if I had just been like burning the whole, like when we started Remotion, sorry, you haven't even asked, but when we started this company, we were working like super long hours. And at some point we realized we had to pull back or we we're just going to burn out. And with the pivots we had to make, no way we would have managed unless we'd have pulled back a bit. That's so true. And I, uh, a lot of people out there know that I work with SaaS founders and help them and coach them. And I have a lot of them who come to me after a year or two and they're just like, Matt, I don't, I, I am like all the way there at the end of my rope. What do I do? And it's, it's definitely something you've got to guard against. You've got to make sure that in the early days you don't crush yourself and you don't make it. So you hate what you're doing. You hate your job. You hate your company. You hate your market. That's not a good thing. So getting that balance, I, I think is, is super critical. I'm glad you're doing it. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'll, I'll out myself as well. Uh, from when this is taping, which is back in June, I'm going to France for five weeks 
myself to be able to spend some time with my family. I will work over there. I'm seeing some clients over there as well. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm also trying to learn from you, Alexander, and do that balance of, of work and life and taking some time and, and still getting some stuff done. So yeah. hopefully I, you can give me some good tips on it. For sure. I swear I didn't set this up on purpose, but that, that is our, our company mission is to enable teams to live and work on their own terms. Uh, so, you know, live in the dream. Here we are. That's phenomenal. So you're leading by example. Super, super cool. So let me exa- uh, let me just make sure I explain who you are to the entire audience here, because uh, I think they've got a lot of uh, insight into what's going on, but I think they're going to be really interested to hear who you are, Alexander. So Alexander, he's the co-founder and CEO at Remotion. Remotion, it's a virtual office. It makes casual. It makes room for casual conversations with co-working and shared music. Really excited to learn more about that. He's also a product manager at Dropbox, so he's got great experience within the tech world. So, Alexander, thanks for coming on the show. For sure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell me about what you're doing lately and what's coming up. Yeah, lately. um, Trying to think of the right level of granularity here, but I guess what I'll say is we're solving this like really interesting problem with Remotion, which is, hey, like, there are teams who like hanging out. They would if they were in person. Now they're remote. They feel like they can't hang out and the, their culture takes a hit. And then maybe like mm. a few months later, productivity takes a hit or trust takes a hit. How do we how do we enable them to hang out? And we spent a while iterating and we feel like we're we're on something pretty interesting. So what I'm up to lately is is actually figuring out the thing that you coach on that I just learned about, which is how do we how do we grow this thing? Um, you know, how do we how do we 7x top funnel uh, coming out of a long iteration period? where it was like much more uh, product oriented than it was, um, you know, helping people find out about us oriented. So that's, that's where my head's at. Just thinking through, thinking through how we do that. I think that's something that a lot of people think through. And especially as you spend a lot of time building a product, you've got a lot of sweat and tears into it. How do you make sure you get the, get the uh, results that you're looking for? I think that's something a lot of people, obviously I know it very well since I talked to about 200 founders a week on, on how they, how they can do that. But uh, let's go back. I want to understand what gave you the idea to start this remotion. It's a really cool idea. And can you just kind of give us how it all came about? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so, so just to say what remotion is, uh, as you mentioned, so we think of ourselves as a virtual office. If you were a team who, let's say you all lived in the same place, you would have a physical office, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, maybe like just working, like trying to hire the best talent, giving people flexibility, et cetera. Uh, you're an hour remote team. Uh, but you're the people who would go to an office, maybe one day a week, maybe two, mm-hmm. if you lived in the same spot. Uh, we try to bring back some of that casualness of conversation because we feel like that's what's missing from, from work today. Uh, you know, you just spend all your time in, in text and schedule meetings. So, yeah, the, the way we started this, um, I guess, like most things, was, was semi-accidental. Uh, so, actually, after Dropbox, I didn't start Remotion. I started a gaming company, which failed, but was almost the same thing as Remotion, but for gaming. I don't know if I could talk about that or not. Uh, do you want to yeah, know more? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. for sure. I think I think people out there, there's lots of us who have had failed businesses. I have. And it's also interesting to know, like, what did you learn from it? So yeah, go ahead, dive in. For sure. So so, so, so the gaming company and Remotion both, they're about this one question, which is, hey, like we have the Instagrams and the Facebooks and those are all about likes and like, you know, they, they drive meaningful, uh, you know, economic activity as well. Uh, but maybe what they don't drive as much of is, you know, some of the deeper relationships. And what was really interesting before I started gaming companies, we saw this rise of a game streaming platform called Twitch. And we realized that 
between audiences and streamers, there were these really deep, meaningful relationships being built. Now, admittedly, they were asymmetrical, right? Like super famous person doesn't know who the follower is, but they, they were actually pretty deep relationships. And we were kind of just thinking about why that worked. And we realized that the, the context of like watching a game in the background led to people being more able to just hang out in this live audio video stream uh, than wow. they might otherwise. And we were like, hey, like, this is cool. Um, it'd be great if we could apply this to non-asymmetrical relationships. Like, what if this could just be between friends? And so we tried to build a Twitch for friends that, you know, in retrospect, had a bunch of problems with the idea and didn't work out. But ultimately, we were scratching this itch of like, hey, how can, how can we help, uh, you know, digital technology connect people? And we had this hypothesis of it's, it's all about the right context around a video call. Like, Twitch is kind of a video call, right? It's like a broadcast. But the context of like the game and everything else the platform does was, was key to in making that work. Um, so that, that company didn't work. And I, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I never want to touch anything like this. Like, I could talk about why it's like big lesson learned there uh, in terms of like what I want to work on as a founder. But, um, you know, I was starting to work on this like completely different like B2B SaaS idea. It was like some automation thing with, with a new co-founder. Uh, and he realized that he had to move to Chicago because he wanted to support his partner. And so we're like, okay, we really want to work together. We feel super aligned on like the values, which I think are like core to like starting a company. Like figure if you were going to start a company with someone, figure out the values before you figure out like anything else because everything else can change. It's great. Um, the values are, you know, pretty intrinsic to the person. And so we really wanted to work together. We obviously never started a remote company before and neither of us had started a successful business before either. Uh, and, uh, so you're like, okay, let's like do all the research and figure out how to start a remote company. And basically we heard either two things. Either it was like, hey, yeah, you can do this. This is before COVID, by the way. So you can do this, but like do everything asynchronously, formalize the informal, this is sort of very strict way of operating, which then if you dig under the hood is that the companies don't actually operate in that way. And like under the hood, they sort of fluctuate a little more. Uh, or the advice was, hey, don't do this. This is a bad idea. Like you can hire people remotely, but don't co-found a company remotely. Hmm. And as we started looking at like just the, who the advice is coming from and why we realized like, again, we, we, the very plain English term, but like the teams who said they had an in-office culture were basically composed of personalities who really appreciate hanging out with their colleagues and the teams who were, you know, actively, you know, not in office, the blue chip, like fully remote companies, they or fully distributed companies maybe had a sample selection towards people who didn't view that as like a necessary part of their life for a bunch of good reasons. I'm not saying one is better than the other, right? Maybe they're just like sure. super busy with family life. So no time for for any like socializing with colleagues or whatever. But we realized like as co-founders, we wanted to start a company together and we wanted to enjoy the social nature of, of spending time together working. And we actually felt that work is easier when you're friends with your colleagues. It doesn't mean you like you go out every night, but like you have a bit more of that non-work relationship built. Um, and so with that in mind, we're like, okay, we're gonna start this company and we're you know, not remotion, this other thing. And we're just gonna try to find time to hang out together, even though we're remote. And that led to us trying a bunch of tools like Discord uh, and like some really weird tools, like a tool that like took a screenshot of you frequently, uh, oh, like weird. famously when you were picking your nose or whatever. And then oh, like, of course, you know, <laughs> presence. and we weren't really happy with any of those. Uh, yeah, by the way, that's that tool still exists. It's kind of fun if you want to look at it. Uh, it's, it's called. Steam. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, little... yeah it's, it's an interesting idea. It was, it was fun to try. Uh, and um, yeah, we were we were we were just starting to scratch this itch of like, hey, maybe we should build our own tool for this. And 
uh, this is still early in the founding relationship. So we both went on holiday at one point. And the idea is when we came back, we'd pick an idea and we decide whether or not we were definitely incorporating a company together or maybe like still on trial period. And we came back and I remember talking to Charlie and he was like, yep, uh, let's do this. And by the way, I want to work on the remote thing, which we've been, you know, sort of hacking on instead of the other idea. And then I pulled out my computer and I'm like, look what I coded on the flight back. And I showed him an early prototype of this idea of ambient presence, which became one of the core concepts behind Remotion. The idea that like your team shouldn't be like in an app. Uh, it just doesn't make sense for apps to be the, the primary thing on the computer. Team, your teammates are the most important thing at work and they should just feel like they're baked into the operating system. And so that's kind of like the nerdy way of describing Remotion is baking your teammates into your operating system. Um, wow. And, yeah, we started working on Remotion. That's so cool. I love the idea. And I, I, I know that, you know, my tech teams in the past have really felt this, especially when they're spread apart and they tech, you know, my engineers, they love to kind of work together and kind of powwow together. So, so how does the product do it? Like, what does it look like? Do you have people on screen? Like, how does it happen? Yeah. So the, it's actually really simple. So for any of you who use Mac OS, you, you know what the application doc is and most people have it at the bottom of their screen and it's just like the apps, right? Shown visually. You can see what's running or what's not running. And, you know, some people have it on the side of the screen. And so, you know, for Windows, I won't go into it, but it's kind of like the taskbar, right? And so, you know, in my opinion, it's a complete waste of space. Like, I, I, I know what apps I'm using. I, I don't care. But the concept is really interesting for thinking about your team. Like, when you go to an office, you choose who to sit next to, right? So it's a small team that's everyone. Big team, you know, you, you actually design the office layout. So you're, you're at a glance away from the people you want to work most closely with. And... What Remotion does is it puts you a glance away or puts your teammates a glance away from you by giving you an, a dock, but for your teammates. So if you have Remotion installed on your computer, you have a dock with all the same features, like it minimizes away or whatever, you know, changes, expands and changes size, but it shows you your teammates and it shows you some shared spaces that we call rooms, which are kind of like the micro kitchen in an office where you mm -hmm. can, you can sit yourself down there and hang out there. And it's basically saying like, Hey, I'm, I'm free to talk casually or maybe I'm hosting office hours now. And if you want to ask a question, like, come find me here. Or, hey, I want to rubber ducky this coding problem with someone. Like, come, uh, you know, help me out. For whatever reason that you want to be available, kind of like sitting down in a public area in the office instead of like in a, you know, a, 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 at your desk with headphones on, uh, you have these rooms in Remotion. And so you can click in. And the, the, the funny, you called out this feature on our site that we're still deciding how hard to market, but like it plays music. And everyone's like, why does it play music? I don't care. Uh, in fact, some people are like, this makes the app seem frivolous. But what we found is that it's quite awkward to sit in a call and say nothing. Mm -hmm. But in, an, in a physical office, that's what you're doing. You're, you're sitting next to each other and you're saying nothing. And then occasionally you talk, right? And that silence creates room for casual conversation. I, I don't know if you've ever had this experience of like being in a Zoom happy hour. And it's like, all right, everyone, like be friends now. Like, please talk for 30 minutes about non-work. And it's just so awkward. Right? Yeah, no kidding. My wife has those. It's like, go. And you're like, uh yeah, okay. but it's not it's not actually awkward if you if you're silent for, if you're allowed to be silent. And so what we found is that by playing some shared music into the room, it it kind of gives people this allowance to be silent, and then that creates the space for casual conversation. Um, so that that's why we market this like music feature. It's a bit gimmicky, but it actually works. I can see it working because it does feel like it would be really awkward to be able to just or to have to just sit there and then like hope that they say are they gonna say something am i gonna say something what's gonna happen and but the music makes it much easier so that's cool yeah super interesting so so yeah awesome. uh sorry i forget the original question but i mean that's that's kind of the story <laughs> no i think that's great i think that's that's it really kind of dives into how the product works but 
from a company perspective, from from the management C level, why why do you feel like this is important to them? Why do they care? Why why should they look at getting a product like this so that you know what, what's what's going to help? How can it boost the company? Yeah, I mean, so the short answer, maybe the trite answer, is that you should use Remotion because for the same reasons that you would pay for a physical office. And the good news is that you know software is a lot cheaper than real estate, so. Uh, not only do you get to save money on that, well, that's not the main reason at all, but you also get to hire an amazing team, strong, diverse team from around the world, uh, as I know that you have, right? Uh, okay, so that's the trite answer. Same, basically, same reason as a physical office. Um, the longer answer is that teamwork is better when there's trust on that team. And so if you want a happy, effective team, you need to build trust, and trust is built through relationships. And those are not built through uh, you know, large group meetings where you're transactionally dis discussing work, right? Like mm -hmm. relationships are built through smaller group conversations uh, where you're becoming known as a person, uh, you know, like, hey, how are your kids? You know, how was your weekend? That type of stuff. And like, yes, you can, you can start your company meeting by going around the room and asking everyone to check in, like, was your weekend green, yellow, or red, or you know, whatever question and like can go around. But that's still nowhere near as effective as just letting people get to know each other themselves. And so if you want a happy, effective team and you believe that trust is a key way to get there and you feel this pain of conversation not feeling casual at work anymore, uh, then you know you should be checking out the entire market space of virtual offices and obviously you should, you should be checking out Remotion. For sure. So do you recommend companies kind of give a little boost and say, okay, in this room, you're going to talk about this or here's some things to bring up uh, or should they just say, hey, just go hang out and you guys you guys do what you got to do? Definitely the former. So to start off, it's very helpful to curate the space. Um, you know, you could kind of think of it like, you know, the office manager in a physical office is actually a super important person. And, and whether or not you have a micro kitchen and where it is, is a very important decision. Um, same deal, same deal with remotion. And, and that's, it's actually one of the things that we're, we're evolving with the product right now. So when we first launched Remotion, it was very much like, hey, here's this product, do with it what you will. And we saw all these different use cases and all these different customers, you know, mostly technology companies, mostly engineering and product. But, you know, then we also had sales or we had like, you know, we had lawyers, we had architects. Um, but what we found is that that worked when the team kind of got it and figured out how to, how to, set, to use it organically. But now we've sort of changed our product direction and we've made it a lot easier for the adopter, who's usually a manager or a founder, to configure the space. It's like, okay, mm. you know, I want my team to debrief after sales calls or, you know, like we used to do, or I want my team to pair, pair it together a lot, or, you know, I want to host office hours to, for new hires um, and I want managers to do that. And so by creating rooms and just simply like giving them a title and like maybe choosing what music's playing, et cetera, you can do you can make a lot of these small touches that sort of cue in other people on like how to how to do things. Um, and unfortunately, if you if you just leave things blank, uh, just like a physical space, like if you have an empty office, like people won't really know what to do. Yeah, I can imagine that, and I, I I'm tend to I you know I tend to lean introvert, and I can imagine like being there just feeling so weird and awkward. But I like that there's some some direction on on what yeah. to do, how to do it. Yeah, that's one of the the interesting things about what we're what we're building is that. You know, there's this question like, hey, should we should we only be building for extroverts, you know, or should we build for introverts? And, and you know, we wrestled with that question for a while. What we realized was that every team is going to have a mix of 
degrees of extroversion. And so actually what we think of today is we build workflows that the extroverted person wants to use and they kind of have, they bring the energy, right? And they engage mm -hmm. other folks who are less extroverted. And then it's important that the product is not overwhelming to the introverted person, but we, we've kind of given up on the idea of like the introverted person um, initiating a lot of conversations. Cause we used to be kind of, you know, you could design for like the lowest common denominator of energy. And we were mm -hmm. like, oh, this isn't working. The product is becoming like so low energy basically. Uh, and so sure. we're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna identify who we think is the initiator of conversations. Like who's the person who walks around the office and says hi, right? We're gonna build for that person and just make sure it works for everyone else. I think that's super smart. I think it's the way to go. So looking at the company as you've been building, what do you feel like were some of the best things you've done along the way? What what were some of the moves you've made that have really helped you get where you are? Yeah, um, I can think of a few. So let's see, there's like sort of the standard team thing. I'm sure you hear from every founder. Um, but I think it's great. We could talk about a fundraising thing. Um, and then ooh, we can talk about a counterintuitive uh, go-to-market decision as well. Oh, yeah, and yeah. What, what happened there? That sounds interesting. Okay, let's go go-to-market first then. So uh, one of the things we did is we had a self-serve sign-up flow, right? Like anyone could just sign up and use the product. And you, know, you read all about these tech companies who like start with these wait lists and have like celebrity founders and like thousands of people sign up. Well, we have none of them. I'm not very famous, unfortunately, or I'm not famous at all. Uh, Which is what 99% so, of them are. Yep. And so we're like, hey, we're going to be self-serve. And then we actually changed our minds and we put up a wait list a year into the company existing. And everyone wow. was like, what are you doing? Uh, and I am really glad we did it. So here's what happened. Uh, we launched Remotion and we weren't really sure how to position it. So we're like, we're going to position this virtual office. Again, vague concept, new thing. We're going to position it in the, like describe it to the market in the simplest way possible. So like, what's the most concrete thing we can think of? Hmm. Well, it's like one click to talk to someone. Maybe we should just be like fast conversation. And so we marketed it as this like one click, like super fast way to talk. And at the beginning of COVID, it was effective because people didn't know how to talk and, you know, Slack and Zoom didn't have their act together at the time. Uh, but then months in, what happened was that actually people not only didn't want to try our product, but they were like, hey, you should stop working on this. This is like bad for the world. Like we don't really? want to... Yeah, like I don't want to be like wow. one click away from my manager like all day. That sounds so stressful. And mm. we were listening to the feedback and we realized like, yeah, like this whole productivity, like positioning of our product, it kind of undersells like the, the broader idea of just like enabling relationship building and hanging out. But and also um, with in a world of Zoom fatigue, it just sounds bad. Mm -hmm. So we were like, OK, well, you know, maybe we need to stop working on this. Like maybe they're right. Or maybe we're still onto something, but we need to figure out what they want. And so mm -hmm. we, it was just so hard to get feedback from people. We were like, you know, the way we're going to do this, we're just going to stop letting people sign up. We're going to make them talk to us to use the product. And so we ended up doing interviews with everyone who signed up for the product. Obviously, it was like very bad for growth um, and all that. But that didn't matter because we just we didn't feel like we had a product worth growing at the time. Um, and so... We just interviewed people and they would come in and we'd be like, why are you here? And they'd be like, well, I looked at your website and it seems like you have a water cooler. So I want to try it. And we're like, well, there's certainly no water cooler in this product. Uh, but, and water cooler doesn't really make sense. Like your coffee machines in your kitchen, not near your computer, but like, what do you, why do you want that? And we, that's when we kind of came to the, the need that I described to you earlier in this call. And so I think that like having a wait list up, it was a critical way for us to find our way and like figure out our mission and like what we were building for. Now, on the other hand, 
The downside that you might be thinking of is growth. Okay, that was bad, but I, that's, that can be solved later. I think the major downside that we're reckoning with now is that it let us underinvest in the early user experience because yeah. every early user spoke to us. They heard me like passionately talk about, you know, like our view of team building. And they also got bespoke recommendations for how to use the product. And so today we have self-serve up again and like it's just not converting anywhere near as well, even with the boost of the number of people going through the flow. And so we're like, we're trying now to, we have to obviously just invest in the early user experience uh, to make that work. Well, um, for that last part, that's, those are things that I help with. So we should talk afterwards. I'll give you some ideas. Um, yeah. For the first part, I love, and I, I've heard it from you a couple of times. You kind of alluded to it earlier, but here you really said it is, you, Alexander, you're developing the product towards the market. You're listening to your customers and what they're saying and what they're asking for and reading between the lines of what they need. And I think that's fantastic because you're coming out with a product that, you know, the market is going to get amazing value from and going to be able to benefit from. So for everybody out there, I think that's the best advice possible is talk with your market, learn from them, figure out what's needed, what's necessary, what's not necessary, and develop your product towards it, develop your marketing messages towards that, and make sure you're servicing the customer. I think that's unbelievable advice. So well done on that. Yeah, thanks. I I think this, it's like, it's interesting. Sometimes I meet folks who Actually, no, to be honest, kind of a straw man, like no one really believes this. But every now and then I meet someone who's doesn't really believe that they should be talking to customers a bunch. They're like, I just have this hypothesis and like I'm ahead of the market. So the market will catch up to me. But I need that's why I'm here. Uh, and my take is, you know, don't necessarily build what customers tell you they want you to build. But certainly, you know, be talking to customers and figuring out their problems and make sure it passes the mom test and, and you know, uh, build something that solves a problem they have. Yes, exactly. Not necessarily what they say, because sometimes they just, you know, uh, they don't know exactly how to fix it, but figure out what the problems are, what their challenges are, and then you can build to that. I think that's fantastic advice. I think that's a good place to stop and, and leave it at that. So this has been a lot of good stuff, Alexander. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing. Uh, and I apologize. I, I, I uh, shared your your secret of where you no, are. I'm but, kidding. It's totally uh, <laughs> um, I love that part of it that you have a work-life balance focus in your culture. So um, I want to make sure that everybody out there can learn more about what you're doing in Remotion. So where best can people reach you? Uh, best place to find us is remotion.com. So that's R-E-M-O-T-I-O-N.com, Remotion. Uh, if you want to find me, uh, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, Matt, I don't know if there's somewhere you can just like drop a link in the description, but uh, or the, the handle in the description, but my Twitter handle is at Embirico, which is E-M-B-I-R-I-C-O. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, perfect. We will put that in the description in the show notes to make sure everybody is uh, checking that out. Go follow Alexander. Go check out Remotion. Looks like some really awesome stuff. Uh, Alexander, this has been awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much, Matt, for having me. Fun, uh, fun conversation. Absolutely. I super enjoyed it. And everybody out there, thank you for coming. Make sure you are subscribed to the show. Hit the subscribe button right now so you don't miss out on any other awesome leaders and creators like Alexander. Some great ones coming up in the next couple of weeks. You're going to want to make sure you're there for that. So thank you for coming. Really appreciate it. Take care. We'll see you next time.